You're listening to Huddle Up, a football podcast. Each week, Tony Dyer leads the huddle and tackles the hottest topics around the NFL. He's joined by guests from all around the football world, bringing their insights and reactions to the news and noise of the National Football League. Subscribe now to join the huddle. Welcome back to Huddle Up, a football podcast. We are back with one of our patented Thursday editions. I am joined by Tony. Hello, Tony. Hello. They're always Thursday editions. Just make sure always. to put that in there every single yes. time, except for every. soon. Soon we're going to add a Tuesday edition, but for now. Soon, maybe. Little tease. Soon, soon, maybe. They're always Thursday editions. <laughs> and also joined by Corey. Hello, Corey. What up? Always uh, remember to follow us on Twitter at HuddleUpNFL. Please ask us anything on there that you'd like. Make a comment. Uh, tell your friends. Um, we we enjoy doing this every week. We enjoy getting together and talking football with you guys. Uh, NFL morning um, today, and not really throughout the day, but this morning we had another another report of two more positive Titans players uh, testing positive for COVID-19. Uh, that is totaling 10 players now and 20 overall Tennessee Titans team members affected so far. Uh, it's getting a little scary, isn't it, guys? Uh, it kind of feels like something is looming here for maybe a delay or maybe even worse. It is scary. Uh, do you guys feel like something like that is coming? Yeah, it's very scary. The Titans did place Corey Davis on the COVID list Um so that much is official from recent reports say that the second test is inconclusive and that they will go through more tests. That's important. If, if we find out that the second test is inconclusive and that it's another false positive, if that player tests negative multiple times, then there's nothing to worry about. But if we have another day here, I mean, the Titans have had several days in a row of positive tests. Then they had their two days without positive tests that they needed to, to move forward to open the facility. The day that it gets opened, we see these tests again. If we find out it's just the one player, if it's just Corey Davis, I mean, God, I don't mean that, Corey Davis. I'm sorry. If Corey Davis is the only player of the Titans team that's affected by this, then I think we have a shot to, to play football. If we find out there's two more players, the Titans might be the first team in NFL history to get two bye weeks. Yeah, last week, uh, the week four game between the Titans and Steelers was postponed until October 25th, and they changed around some bye weeks, and I think it affected maybe the Ravens bye week too, uh, because the Ravens were supposed to play the Steelers that week. But now the Steelers are playing the Titans that week and the Ravens have an earlier bye. So just pay attention to your bye weeks. Um, you know, especially those of you who follow along like we do in fantasy football, the bye weeks are going to change here. So um, you can't really plan ahead like in normal years. But um, I'll just run through the list real quick of Titans players that we know of because – um, there, there was a point where all these Titans players were testing positive and I, it was kind of being kept a secret, but I got the list defensive lineman, Jeffrey Simmons, great player, offensive tackle, Isaiah Wilson, linebacker, Kamalai Correa, uh, corner, cornerback, Christian Fulton. We have another wide receiver, Adam Humphrey. So that's two wide receivers on the list now. So if the Titans somehow find a way to play this next week, we have Corey Davis, 
and Adam Humphreys out. Um, Daquan Jones, long snapper. Uh, Bo Brinkley. We have Cameron Batson, another wide receiver. Tight end Tommy Hudson, their fullback, and a corner, another cornerback, Greg Maven. So um, they they have definitely uh, gotten the brute of this um, this COVID nineteen um, and the testing and you know being held out here. But also this morning came out that Stephon Gilmore also tested positive. So now we have the scare like we initially had last week of maybe possibly another Patriots game, maybe getting delayed or postponed. So far, no one else on the team except for Cam Newton from last week and Stephon Gilmore today have tested positive. Um, There was also reports of this morning, a Las Vegas Raiders player uh, to be named. Do you guys know the player yet? I I saw it. Yeah, I I thought I saw the name. I thought I saw it. Yeah, I don't know who it is. Not it wasn't anybody big. I know that. Okay, I, I wasn't sure. I, I didn't actually see the name, but um, when this when this disease you know infiltrates a team, we can kind of see how it affects them with the Titans. You know, it starts small and then and then goes big just based on their exposure. Um, and it actually came out in the press today. Another another story today is very disappointing that the Titans, while they were supposed to be quarantined this week based on their game being delayed, uh, there was video surveillance of several Titans team members getting together at a high school football stadium and working out. I don't know why. They just felt like they had to, you know, I guess I guess keep the, keep the ball rolling in their football lives and, and work out there, but that is very disappointing. So punishment coming from the NFL for them, for sure, I bet. Um do you guys think, just based on all this that is happening right now, do you guys think this week will kind of fly by seamlessly without any delays or postponements? I th- I think it'll feel that way. I think the NFL is going to get it done. I, it just it really just ticks me off because I mean these guys are so sick. They're just you know they're tied up in the hospitals, clean on for their lives. So you know it's it you know we're missing football for it. Um, and I. I think the NFL, they to this point, they found a way to keep it together. And though we might miss a game or two, I think I, reading reading these articles that you know it just sucks. But I think whenever Sunday comes up, I'm just gonna you know I'm gonna watch what's there. My fantasy football lineups. I'm gonna treat these guys as if they're questionable or on buys. Um, I'm gonna try not to let it get to me too much. I want football. I think we will have football, and I think we should keep a positive outlook. I think the Titans guys are stupid for doing that. Um, and, you know, who knows what else they did for this to happen. But, um, no, I think we'll have football. I think they'll keep it rolling. Uh, honestly, I'm surprised the NFL hasn't just found a way to fudge the numbers and just not even make this news. It's really just baffling to me, but it is what it is. Yeah, and they're kind of changing their protocols um, you know, on a daily basis um, at the beginning of the season versus now too. They've also changed their um, their their qualifications of a player with COVID. Um, they actually have different guidelines of when they are allowed back in the practice facility, and it's based on whether they have symptoms or not. So a player with symptoms is held out for at least 10 days, and in addition to that, they have to have two confirmed negative COVID-19 tests but if you don't have any symptoms, it's a little less strenuous on you. It's, it's only a five-day quarantine, 
and then obviously the same same kind of qualification with a negative test there. But um, so far, and they keep saying so far the Bills Titans game this week, even with Corey Davis adding to the list of twenty overall team members, they say it's on schedule. So Corey, I hope you're right um, that we just have a kind of a normal week of football. Uh, the Patriots Broncos game, you know, the Stephon Gilmore, there was no other test. So that is going on, um, as, as scheduled as well. So, um, one thing that we know probably won't be going on according to schedule, uh, due to non COVID, uh, related activity is the saints game on Monday night. I don't know if you guys have seen this, but, uh, hurricane Delta that is coming for the Gulf coast, uh, in a, uh, very extreme way this week is going to be hitting somewhere around Thursday ish, but it's supposed to be a pretty bad hurricane. I think it's already up to category four, but that game is expected to be moved. That was supposed to be played in the Mercedes Benz Superdome in New Orleans, but they have actually planned to move it all the way up to Indy. Here we Let's are, go. local. Yeah. Let's go. Um, so that's, that's comforting that, uh, that we're probably not going to be anywhere in the storm site, you know, when it hits landfall, it's not going to go straight up and hit us. So that's, that's nice. But, um, we could see the saints being played, uh, Monday night football in Indianapolis this week. Um, the college game at LSU, Louisiana state university has already been moved. So I, I honestly expect this. I'm surprised it hasn't already, but, uh, but yeah, I expect that to, I don't think that'll affect any of the players. It's not a different time zone. Nothing like that. It should just be a little change of scenery for them. So, do you think they'll um, sell tickets to that game? I bet. I bet yeah, they will. Yeah, I mean, I. Why not? Well, who you sells the well. tickets? Who gets the money? I don't know. No, nope, do the Colts get the money, or does the home team Heck get yeah, the money? Colts get the money. The, they the, said, "You guys can use the stadium, play your football game, and we're going to take all the money." A quick note. Tom Palesero tweeted 13 hours ago, as of this recording, that the Raiders placed defensive lineman Maurice Hurst on the COVID-19 list. So, ah, so, so Mo yeah. Hurst. All right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. All right. Out of Michigan. Um, good young player. But, yeah, that's uh, so concerning, like I said, regardless of who it is. I mean, we were all freaking out last week when the game was supposed to be played uh, between the Chiefs and Patriots. And the uh, – practice squad quarterback tested positive. I mean, we were all so freaking out. So really, regardless of who it is, it's good that it's not, you know, an absolute superstar, but regardless of who it is, it's still scary. Um, do you guys have anything else to add on that? No, nothing else on that. Okay. Well, in other news, this is a little more bright, um, especially for the Houston Texans. Bill O'Brien, head coach and GM, was finally fired by the Texans. Hallelujah. We, uh, <laughs> we, we have kind of seen this coming. It was kind of becoming a, a, a nice joke there to just pick on Bill O'Brien. Um, and uh, now, now we can't do that. So he's, he's looking for a job. He's out on the street now, um, which kind of brings us up to our next point of who we think might be next. Um, you know, there's a couple examples here. I mean, this week alone, um, during during week three, Mitch Trubisky was benched for Nick Foles. Um, Corey, you think that was more of kind of a lateral move, don't you? Yeah, I do. If not, I mean, 
as just like a, you know, looking at the talent, I think Trubisky is a better talent there. I don't think Nick Foles has ever proven to be um, a startable QB, except when he's with the Eagles and just in the perfect situation. When he was at the Rams, he was horrible. But <clears throat> I think Trubisky brings you a little extra as far as, you know, using his feet and some other things. I just, I, I don't know if that coaching staff has the ability to get the most out of him, which sucks, but... Um, yeah, I don't, Nick Foles doesn't help him any. If anything, it just, I think it kind of bogs him down a little bit. It makes him less threatening, I think. He's got to be a really good passer to be successful, and I don't know if he can do that. Yeah, I mean, you got to wonder if Nick Foles didn't come back but uh, against Atlanta, if they would have stuck with Trubisky that next week. Because I agree with you. I mean, I'm a Mitch Trubisky hater, but I think he's a little more dynamic, to be honest. I mean, yeah, Trubisky will absolutely. have those games. Yeah, I mean, he'll have those games where he gets 50, 60 yards rushing and you don't even realize it until you look at the statue at the end of the game. And what do you think Nick Foles' rushing <laughs> record, like, career-wise is? You put Mitch Trubisky on the 49ers or the Ravens, he's going to win football games. Like, it's it's coaching. Like, he's, if he, he's obviously talented or else he wouldn't have been drafted so high. So, obviously, something's wrong. I think it's a little bit more... Honestly, what I think is a little bit more of the eye test. Like when, when Mitchell Trubisky drops back, I, I, you could look at his stat line at the end of the game. You can look at his wide receiver stats and everybody around him and their record and all that. But when you put him on the field and you put him in situations, he just kind of doesn't seem to have it. There's just something he's missing. And I can't really explain it, but I think Nick Foles – regardless of that one, you know, playoff run that they had in winning the Super Bowl. I mean, Joe Flacco did that. Okay, perfect example. Who do you think is a better quarterback, Mitchell Trubisky or Joe Flacco? Trubisky. As sad as it is, I might agree. Joe Flacco had an amazing postseason run. They won the Super Bowl. It got him paid. He came back and never did anything else. And because it, it was the eye test, he, he dropped back. He's very slow to make decisions sometimes. He kind of panics, very little pocket presence. I mean, it's all about the eye test. I mean, Dwayne Haskins was benched today for Kyle Allen, okay? Dwayne Haskins did not play a bad game against Baltimore, who's one of the top defenses in the league. It's confusing to me why they would bench him after not having that bad of a game against Baltimore when they were supposed to be, you know, boat raced, but it's all about the eye test. Like when you see Haskins drop back and make a decision and his first read is blown and he's got to move to his second read, it's over. And I feel like kind of the same for Mitchell Trubisky. You could say whatever you want about talent um, because he's obviously talented because he got drafted. What was it second overall? Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, was it? Yes. Was it second? Yes. Okay. Yeah. He's obviously talented. He would never have gone second if he wasn't. Who did he go over again? Let's just do that one more time because everybody forgot. Oh, God. This is going to be the story of his career. Let's see. Um, Pat Mahomes Mahomes is the big one. Deshaun Watson. Uh, Someone. Yeah. Oh, that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, but it's, it's the eye test. He just doesn't look all that talented when when you put him in that position but you know coaching staff could help with that I mean he could be quicker on making decisions he could run an offense a little different but it was the eye test for me and he's always just not been that great to watch 
the same with Joe Flacco. And sure. that's a Ravens fan. Um, By the way, Haskins. I, did, I did retweet it. Yeah, Haskins, I had a pinned tweet since um, – I'll have to look at the date on it. It's been pinned for about a year and a half, two years. <laughs> I, I liked it. I want to I wanna say right now that, that, Corey, I liked your tweet the day before they benched him. Like I waited until the last possible second. But it still counts. I still get the credit. I've, I've had that tweet pinned since April 25th, 2019, and he got benched today, and I retweeted it. I liked it yesterday. Let's hear it. What was it? I didn't see it. What was it? It simply says Haskins will be a bust. Nice. I like it. So yeah, Haskins, and, you know, Haskins has lost his job. Did you talk about, um, oh, who's the other quarterback who lost his job? So uh, Mitch Trubisky lost his job to Nick Foles this past week. Nick Mullins, who actually was getting some pretty good praise by the 49ers. Um, you know, I was even sitting down wondering one night where he's going to go next. Like that he was going to be the next, like Jimmy Garoppolo, like, and you go into the off season and they trade him. I thought so too. Not, ha- not happening. <laughs> he did so bad. They benched him mid game, uh, for CJ Beathard, their third string. Um, and, and you know, when that happened, I was thinking, yeah, good, it, it's about time, it, but it was almost it, too late. Yeah, it was towards the end of the game because when Beathard came in, they were playing a prevent defense, so I know it had to be late. And, God, those announcers were creaming. They were like, Beathard's eight for eight, and the fucking safeties were sitting 30 yards back. I was like, Jesus Christ, boys. Yeah. My grandmother could be eight for eight. <laughs> uh, um, Sam Darnold is nursing a hurt shoulder. I, okay, Corey, same thing. So, Sam Darnold. Highly touted athlete coming out of USC, drafted very high. What's your opinion on Sam Darnold? Because he has not looked hot so far in his career. I, I know it's I never, dumpster I fire never, organization. I never cared for him. Who did he come out with? It was Darnold and there was another guy that he came out with. It was I think Baker it was, and drafted Josh the same Allen. draft classes. Um, yes, Josh Allen and then yeah. Josh Rosen yeah. and Lamar Jackson. They were all in the yeah. same same class there. Yeah, Darnold wasn't my favorite. I liked uh, Josh Allen was my favorite at the time because of his arm mobility, um, and then I liked Baker. Um, but yeah, never big on Darnold. Just he just kind of seemed to average. I'd watch his USC games, like I would turn them on live to like let's see what this guy's all about, and it was just kind of a snooze fest. Um, yeah, just kind of typical, you know, NFL pocket passer. I don't. He doesn't bring anything extra, you know. Yeah. Tony, what do you think about Sam Darnold? I think it's a pretty unfortunate situation to be on the Jets and to be with Adam Gase. I don't think that he's extraordinarily special, but I don't think Joe Flacco is extraordinarily special either. And Joe Flacco is a Super Bowl MVP and at one point was the highest, excuse me, highest paid quarterback in football. I I, I don't know that the... Donald's not getting exactly a fair break. I mean, he has all the draft capital and all the hype. And again, he plays for the Jets. I mean, it's it's going to take time, I think, for Joe Flacco to to become anything if he ever will. I don't know that he will, but if it if it if it's going to happen, it's not going to happen overnight. Those quarterbacks are so few and far between. We look even at Tua, and and Tua is a quarterback that was many, many 
analysts, one first overall quarterback, and then the injury, and then, you know, things change, things happen. But apparently two is healthy, and two is still not the starter, right? So it takes these guys some time to get into a system, especially in the year of a pandemic. And I know that Donald's been around a little bit longer, but there was still change there. And Adam Gase is not known to be a... What do I say? How do I say this nicely? Adam Gase is not known to be. Good coach, yeah. (laughs) Okay, well, you said it, not me. There, there are a lot of stick, a lot of chips stacked against Donald. I would like to see Donald sit down for a minute. I'd like to see him eat a humble sandwich, and and revisit things. I would like to see Donald get better leadership, though, and then I'll make my my assessment there. Here, we'll we'll just get this going. We've got a list of people who might lose their job next. Uh, first one on the list is Adam Gase. Um, I think he's going to be gone. If it could be pretty soon, um, he has sure. to be. But he just has qu- to be. Just a question for you guys: You're they're a team in New York City, the Jets. The Giants also stink. Let's say the Jets land at number one overall. You've got you're going to have a new coach. And you got the number one pick. Are you taking Trevor Lawrence to, or you know, it could be Trey Lance, you know, depending on how it goes. But are you taking that number one quarterback on your board at number one to raise, get some hype with your new coach and new quarterback in New York City because the city has none right now. Yes, yes is the answer. And because we see this all the time, and we saw it with Haskins today, coaching staffs have their guys. And unless that guy is showing extreme potential and is just by far and away, no question starter, he's going to be there. But if you have a guy like Sam Darnold, who obviously we're all very kind of neutral on and the jury's still out, if you get a new coach in there and say they don't just fire Adam Gates, say they fire um, the head coach and the GM, which we see pretty often, the owner just makes a clean sweep they are going to want their guy. And especially if Sam Darnold, you know, keeps turning the ball over, keeps playing poorly, which he will, because it's a poorly run organization and it's on a poor team who doesn't have a lot of talents around them. I think they absolutely will move on from Sam Darnold because it seems to be the quarterback is tied to a coaching system. And, you know, we saw it with the Cardinals. The Cardinals are a perfect example. They draft Josh Rosen in the first round, 10th overall. And in the very next year, they take another quarterback. It's because they had a coaching change. They had a they had a regime that wanted a change, and I think the same is coming for Darnold if Gates gets fired. Unfortunately, it's it's definitely a different era. You don't have these quarterbacks who sit there kind of like Trubisky has. Like that doesn't happen anymore. It's a lot of these teams, like the Ravens, the Chiefs, the Rams, they're all moving to this college style, and they just need a guy who's going to make the plays that they want to, you know, make happen. And I, just in a big market like New York, I feel like Trevor Lawrence would be a no-brainer, or you know, Trey Lance, whoever your guy is there. So, where are we at with Adam Gase? We're talking about people that may lose their jobs. Well, he's gone. He needs to be fired as soon as possible. As soon as they can let him go is the quickest that 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 franchise will start moving in the right direction already with that decision. So we have a long list of candidates, but for the sake of time, I'm going to hijack the episode and I'm going to ask Daniel, who's your, so Adam, we've all agreed Adam Gase is next on the block. Who's next after that? Like who's the other guy that we should be talking about that, that may lose his job. 
it's got to be Dan Quinn. I mean, we talked about this last year. The Falcons started off horribly, and it came out that, oh, now they have to basically win for Dan Quinn's job. Well, the team actually went out. They, they did that, which is good. You want to see that. And they won some games, and then it saved his job. And then here we are. The Falcons can't win a game. They've blown yet another two games uh, scores uh, that they should have won the games on, you know, double-digit score leads that they've blown the games on, and they have more talent this year than they've had the last couple of years because their defense was actually kind of healthy. And Calvin Ridley's breaking out. Matt Ryan has all the tools at his disposal to go out and get Todd Gurley. They can't win. So it's absolutely Dan Quinn by a mile in my book if you're talking about who's next behind Adam Gates. Corey, are you on the same page with that, or you think someone different? Uh, I agree, Dan Quinn. He, he's going to be gone. Yeah. I guess the question is when are they going to give him, you know, he took him to the Super Bowl. Are they going to give him the respect and keep him around the whole season, or are they just going to cut him midway? So uh, he's definitely gone. I, just, I don't know when it's going to happen, but, yeah, he's gone. Who do, you, next. who do you bet goes first, Gase or Quinn? The, the, the Falcons are own for four. The sake of, for the sake of the Jets, they've got to they've got to get rid of Gase. So I think Gase goes first because they've already mentioned it this year. That we haven't heard anything about Dan Quinn getting fired. It's just speculation based on what happened last year. But we have heard rumors about Gase getting fired, and I hope it happens any minute. The only thing I would add to that is that Adam Gase has benched his starting quarterback. That's the sign of desperation. Corey. Well, he is nursing an injury. So oh, yeah, he's nursing an injury. Okay, sure. That he came back in the game and played through yeah. last week. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's nursing an injury. I get it. I get it, Adam. Yeah. I get it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Corey, if you had to bet, which one would you pick? On who's after who's Dan Quinn? No. Oh. It's a setup, Corey. It's for the best bets of the week. I'm not best bets of the week. I didn't know where he was going either. Dude, he tries that every week, and I just like there's no, there's no every week is the same setup. Who would you it's bet? A, it's yeah, the same is, one every time. But what am I supposed to say? What are you expecting me to say? I don't know, Corey. We're gonna figure it out together. All right. Well, there's no. It's just a weird question. Anyways, best bets of the week. We're in week number five now. We are over five hundred. We are eight seven and one. I do believe. We were two one and one last week, so we made money, which is good. Um, NFL's made it tough this year. I usually I've made my money off underdogs, but all the underdogs I feel like deserve to be there this year. And like last year, I just feel like every week I was able to identify two or three of them that were just no brainers, just teams that Vegas didn't have as high as I had them. Um, but that's just not the case this year. So. Kind of like last week, I've got a bunch of favorite teams. We'll just start off with the Buccaneers. They're uh, minus three and a half at Chicago. Um, I know the Bucks have some injuries, but they do have Tom Brady. He's playing well. Um, I, they're just a lot better team. I, I know the Bears were three and zero. The Colts exposed them. Uh, Nick Foles isn't going to be able to outscore Tom Brady. Um, this is just this is the easiest one of the week for me. Is Buccaneers minus three and a half. Uh, yeah, the next Colts expose them because they have a good defense and the Buccaneers do too. Love the pick. Um, my next one are the Rams, minus 7.5. They've been here all year. I don't know if there's a week I haven't taken them. 
Uh, but they're playing at Washington. Washington has a quarterback change this week, as we've already talked about. Rams are one of the best teams in the league. The FPI has them up there. Um, this should be a solid win for them. I got the Rams minus seven and a half. My next one, Cardinals minus seven. I missed on the Cardinals last week, but even more reason to take them here. Um, they have a pretty decent offense. They should be able to put up points. They're at the Jets, who, as we know, are the worst team in the league as of right now. And they are also in a quarterback debacle. So Cardinals minus seven. I like this one a lot, too. Um, my last one, I usually don't like to take the home team on the best bets of the week. But we're taking the Colts minus two, and the reason I'm doing that is kind of the underdog scenario. I think the reason the line is so little is because Vegas um, just is kind of underestimating them here. And the Browns have looked good, but they're still the Browns. Um, They're not a flawless team. They almost gave up the... (laughs) (laughs) They almost gave up a huge lead to the Cowboys. Um, I, I think the defense wins again here. I think they make uh, Mayfield make some mistakes, and I, I I think Colts win by more than two. That's that's all that's all I got to say. I love it. I love it. Love I, love it. I love it. Love I love it. I love it. You've been listening to Huddle Up, a football podcast. Subscribe on your favorite platform and follow us at Huddle Up NFL and at Commissioner Mister on Twitter to keep up on the latest from the NFL and stay in the huddle. Huddle up. Team on three. One, two, three, three.